Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I've found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. Hi, friends. It's Andrea here with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. So I've been thinking a lot about how the regular medical industry inadvertently promotes diet culture and an unhealthy approach to eating. And I'm not pointing fingers, but I'm also pointing fingers at myself. And admittedly, as I've worked as a dietitian in a hospital setting, in an outpatient setting, I too am guilty of this because I am providing advice to help very specific medical conditions And while I'm doing that, I am giving recommendations that kind of can sometimes lead to more promotion of diet culture. And it's something I struggle with all the time. But what I try to remind myself and remind my clients is that, you know, we know that eating is our fuel for our body. We need our food to do all of our body's functions. And our food impacts how our bodies function. Our food choices can prevent diseases such as diabetes, cholesterol, heart disease, and some cancers, just to name a few. We're well aware of that research and have heard all of the studies. When we go to the doctor, we get checkups. We might go to a specialist. And on the chance that we get a medical diagnosis, we might have our cardiologist tell us to avoid salt. Endocrinologists might tell us to limit refined carbohydrates. And our primary care physician might tell us, "Mm, you need to cut back on the saturated and trans fat. But when this happens, this advice is very consistent with traditional approaches, traditional dieting, traditional way of going around food, because it's just, it's sort of a do this, don't do that approach as opposed to digging a little deeper and getting to the root reason why we eat in a certain way. Because it's important to understand that. We already know the common advice. We know that people tell us that if you watch your saturated fat, you can reduce cholesterol. If you can reduce the rates of diabetes and other chronic conditions, by what we eat. We already know this. And it's our traditional medical 
advice that we receive that doesn't really answer the patient's full reasoning for their current eating habits. We really have to take into account the entire person, the individual who has had eating habits a certain way for decades and decades, just can't change them overnight because their doctor told them to. They have programming to eat in a certain way. They have habits. They have learned to include certain foods into their routine. The individual has traditions, family traditions, and that can include eating in a certain way. We have to take into account that the individual eats for pleasure and for socializing and not only just to fuel our bodies. And so that is why the two-minute advice from the doctor really doesn't stick. So what do I advise? I think the easiest way, the best way is that we begin to really embrace intuitive eating. So this might be something that you've heard of. Intuitive eating embraces a few kind of core principles. And one is that it is to reject the diet mentality, honoring your hunger and learning to understand when you're actually hungry and when you're full and tapping into the signals that the body has. Intuitive eating teaches us to make peace with food, stop fighting food, stop trying to control food, and give yourself that permission to eat. If you tell yourself that you can't or shouldn't have a particular food, we know it leads to intense feelings of deprivation, and that builds to uncontrollable craving, sometimes binging, and then when you give in, to your forbidden foods, you have that guilty feeling or that, yeah, just that overwhelming guilt. Intuitive eating tells us to challenge the food police and scream no or give no, that's a big baloney to people that are saying that different foods are good or bad or people that are trying to minimize bad foods or things like that. Intuitive eating helps us discover the satisfaction factor. What foods make us feel good? How does our body respond and feel after eating certain foods? And using that as a motivator to eat those foods again. Intuitive eating really wants us to feel our fullness and trust that we will kind of Fuel it when it's hungry and stop eating when it's full, when the body is full. Understand that we can cope with our emotions with kindness and allow ourselves to feel our feelings. When this happens, when we do this, we often can avoid using food as a comfort or a source of an emotional coping mechanism. Intuitive eating helps us to learn to respect our bodies, no matter what shape and size that it is. Please know that intuitive eating is a process. Getting there is a process. It is not easy to just go from being immersed in traditional diet culture thinking, which all of us are because that's what we're exposed to, to make the jump automatically to intuitive eating. So kind of the first step 
getting to intuitive eating is really best done. There's some really good books out there, but it's best done with a coach or someone who has experience with that. But the very first step you can do is to really, without judgment, that's key, start taking stock of your own eating behaviors and attitudes and ask yourself when you're eating, if you're experiencing physical hunger or emotional hunger. And if it's physical hunger, try to rank it on a scale from one to 10, from being very hungry to super, super stuffed. Try to aim to eat when you're hungry, but not overly starving. And then try to stop when you're comfortably full, but not stuffed. This is a process, but the simple tool of ranking where we fall on that hunger scale can really teach us to tap into our own intuition and our own wisdom that our bodies have. And embracing the intuitive eating process, like I said, it can't be achieved overnight. It's a learning and tapping into that body wisdom. And when you implement intuitive eating, it's amazing because many people naturally experience improved health, definitely body image, and overall life satisfaction because we're no longer experiencing that struggle to control food. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.